Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So we're going to start off with kind of the biggest news story of the week, which is Army Hammer is a cannibal. He allegedly. is allegedly he's or just like a sick fuck. I'm not really sure. Like we don't have enough information. It's either he's a cannibal or he's a sick fuck on the worst end. It's a cannibal on the lesser end. Just a sick fuck. I mean, but I basically- think to be a cannibals, you're pretty much a sick fuck. But like we all have our own kinks. No judgments. I I suppose so. Yeah. There was unverified um, screenshots of like extremely lurid messages that were allegedly sent by ARMY between 2016 and 2020 um, that were posted on this Instagram account um, at House of Effie, which like had half a dozen examples of women who claimed to have had an affair with Hammer while he was married. Which I did hear about the affairs when he first was reporting that he got a divorce. Like, Mm -hmm. I heard it was because of infidelities. Um, We just didn't know all the facts. To what extent? I mean, guys, he was sending, like, the stuff that he was saying to girls. Like, I'll just read you a few examples. Um, Like, that he wanted to bite pieces off of them. um, That he said to one girl, and I quote, I'm 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck. That's scary to admit. I've never admitted that before. And then he um, told his ex hard he wanted, out. yeah, I want to break and eat your ribs. Hot. That's that. See that. I like ribs. What turn, yeah. But I like, like animal ribs. Yeah. Give me some pig or like beef, beef. ribs. <laughs> but am I eating another human's ribs or breaking mm. them or even touching them? Absolutely not. No. And like, so I guess the screen grabs haven't been verified and ARMY came out and he denied them and said they weren't legitimate. But like, honestly, he's obviously an actor. He comes from a prominent family and he's going through this custody battle right now with his ex-wife. Um, So like, who's going to come out and be like, you guys, you caught me. I'm a cannibal. Like, right. no shit. He's going to deny it. Well, and so... I like read this Rolling Stones article that was they, they, they <laughs> you guys should read it if you haven't. Yeah. But they interviewed like a dominatrix just because people are like, this just sounds like straight up BDSM, right? And so they interviewed this dominatrix who does this as a profession. And she was like, I mean, there definitely are like cannibalistic BDSM stuff, but like mm-hmm. this just seems like less of you know, BDSM and more just like spicy assault. Well, like when I think of cannibalism, I think of like Jeffrey Dahmer who like Mm. would kill people, rape them and then eat their body parts. Um, Mm -hmm. Or I thought of like Hannibal Lecter. So that's what I personally think of when I think of cannibalism. Obviously Hannibal Lecter is a fake character, but still um, I didn't even think about it being a kink or like a fetish. Yeah, I mean, she said that it was basically more about the idea of consuming someone, like, fully. When I read it, I understood where she was coming from. Like, she said, um, to some people, it might be lancing your finger and making someone drink the blood. Lancing seems like a really dramatic word. Like, (laughs) 
Hey, you want to lance my finger? Um, to others, it might be biting. Um, it might be eating someone out. I mean, that doesn't sound like cannibalism. That just sounds like. I mean, technically, you're like eating time. their fluids. I'm sorry. This is getting <laughs> okay. Wow, this is really grossing me out now. Um, it might be the theater of sitting at a table and eating sushi off their body. I personally like sushi. I just don't want to eat it off anyone's body. Um, yeah. But I don't think there's a typical way you enact a cannibalism scene because the ultimate act itself is extremely unrealistic. It's like a dominant versus submissive situation. But with that being said, both parties have to partake. And I think this is where it gets fucked up because it's not both parties. Yes. It's just him being like, I want to eat you all of you and like get with it or get out kind of well because the girls that he has dated or that he has cheated with Mm -hmm. um have basically said that you know he groomed them like they were in bad situations and he seemed to like really care about them and stuff and then he kind of forced not forced them but like manipulated them into situations that they weren't necessarily okay with like he would gaslight them like one of yeah they came forward and they were like basically saying it wasn't consensual and one said he captivates you and while being charming he's grooming you for these things that are darker and heavier and consuming um that was said by his ex-girlfriend courtney vuskovich I don't know if I'm saying that right, but she dated Hammer back from June to August, and she told page six that Hammer wanted to barbecue and eat her, Um, and she's like, when I say consuming, I mean mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, just everything. She added that he did some things to me that I wasn't comfortable with. You end up doing things that are very out of character for you, including sexual acts, though she wouldn't specify what those were. So, and then another girlfriend came to defend her. And was um, her name is Jessica Henriquez. I'm not really good with these names. These last um, names are a lot. If you are still questioning whether or not those Army Hammer DMs are real, and they are, maybe you should start questioning why we live in a culture willing to give abuse abusers the benefit of the doubt instead of the victims. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, these are 100 percent true. Like, there's just no evidence to the contrary. Like. All these people are coming out and saying this stuff. He's been in interviews where he said that this is like what he likes. He was in this one interview where like in more words or less, but like you didn't think about it at the time. Like it wasn't like sending alarm bells off when he would be in the interview. If I didn't even hear this in one interview, but if I had heard it, my alarm bells would have gone off. Like he literally said, like they asked him, if you could have dinner with anyone in the world, like time is not a thing. Like who would you have? Obviously, Katie and I would probably say Oprah because that yes. would just be cool as fuck. Yeah. And he said Marquis de Sade, which or I think it's say it, Sade, Marquis de Sade. I don't know. Someone. It's French. <laughs> if you guys don't know who this is, it's a 1700s French philosopher. But what he was known for was depicting like sexual fantasies of violence, suffering, and sodomy. And you guys, his last name is spelled S-A-D-E, which is where sadism and sadistic is derived from but see since i don't know anything about that i would have just been like oh it's like a french old dude that he i was like because army seems sophisticated as fuck like he's very attractive when he speaks there's like something about his voice that's just like so i don't know how to explain it like he's old money and educated and like it's very great gatsby like 
Yes. Like he's very charismatic. So like to me, if he says this French guy, I'm like, oh, like a French philosopher, like or whatever. Like I'm not thinking I had no idea who the fuck this was. What? Yeah. Well, like I would be caught in this trap. Like I can just tell you right now, like (laughs) if he had come up to me and said, hey, Jennifer, I like you. I'd have been like, I like you too. I'd be like, oh my God, you do? Yay. (laughs) I'd be like, what? You want to chew on my arm? I guess. I'd be like, you just want a little bite? Okay. Like, whatever. Just make sure it's not on my face or anywhere visible. And then if he was like, I want to eat your heart, I'd be like, oh yeah eat your heart out you know (laughs) I like wouldn't even like think about it I'd be like cool yes I love you army but like I can understand where these people are coming from but like also his wife is saying that like she so they separated which they went to the Cayman Islands when COVID started because Mm -hmm. they just wanted to take a family trip and ended up not leaving and while they're on this trip in the middle of summer 2020 they decide they're going to get a divorce. So after Army 10 leaves. years together. So they've yeah, been together so for a while. They've been together for a, she's, you know, but she said she didn't know any about any of this. Nothing. I, I believe because I feel like people have like their double lives, especially if you have money like that, you can have like a side piece on the side that you're like eating and just doing all your weird shit with and not well, with your wife. Think about every serial killer story. Every mm-hmm. serial serial killer is fucking married or has kids and they live these normal fucking lives and their kids and their wives don't know any fucking better and it's like how did you not know he's fucking killing all these people on the side it's like it's obviously it can happen and where you genuinely don't know this or maybe he suppressed it for a while I think he did because in in an interview with Playboy in 2013 he said that he likes um, grabbing of the neck and the hair and all that. But when you get married and your sexual appetites change, and he said that's for the better, it's not like he's suffering in any way, but he can't pull his wife's hair. So he gets to the point where does he said, I respect you. I would, I'm sure she does. So I would be like, don't, I don't care if I'm your mistress, your wife, anything, don't fucking touch my I'd hair. Be like, you can do a light tug, but like, just don't. You can just rub my scalp like that'll be good. But like, you like can, wait, you're getting my hair oily. My fucking hair. Yeah. Okay. We are, your, we are some just, fun girls. Wow. Just don't don't put your fingers anywhere near your hair. But he said he respects his wife too much to do those do the things that he wants to do to her. So I just feel like he nice. didn't do. Yeah. He didn't. He suppressed nice. himself around his family and went and like tortured other girls. Yeah. That's good. Okay, well. Kind of back on the topic of like, is he a sociopath? My opinion, allegedly, and I am not a psychiatrist, I do think he's a sociopath because did you guys know that he got kicked out of high school for starting fires? Oh, so he's a arsonist. Yeah. So he, and that's how like all, well, not all, but a lot of like serial killer and stuff like that. Where they kill animals. They kill animals. They'll start little fires, just like these deviant behaviors. And then it escalates. So now he's escalating to eating women, drugs, um, just like a lot of other deviant behaviors. Well, and one of his exes that we were talking about, Courtney, she was saying that um, it was so bad after her relationship that she had to get into a 30-day intensive course of therapy for trauma and PTSD to deal with the warped relationship with the movie star after their breakup in early October. She said, I was being groomed and brilliantly, brilliant, brilliantly, I can't say the word, manipulated. Brilliantly? Yes. 
um, manipulated to do things that frankly scared me. I'm a consenting adult, but it wasn't me. He is good at what he does and knows what to say to get you to comply. He is a very dark, twisted person. And then Bella Thorne comes to his defense and is like, oh my God, like, I can't believe anyone's buying this. Obviously they're editing these messages to make it look real, which yes, people can edit messages to make them look real. But I just think it's one of those things where it's like, I doubt all these women just got together and were like, let's go after Army Hammer. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and Bella Thorne coming to your defense, she's a kookaluk. And I would be like, I really don't need you backing me up of all people. Thanks. (laughs) I'd be like, you're making it fucking worse. But no one, honestly, no one cares about Army Hammer. Like he's been in some stuff, like, but no one fucking cares. Like who the fuck wants to go after Army? Especially when you know he has such a powerful oil money family. Like I'm not going after him just for shits and giggles. Like, oh, I thought you meant this. I thought you meant like who would want to go for him. I'm like, uh, you're literally saying, why would I go? go for him yes I, I just that I would be in that situation but guys. go if after Army him had come up to my door yesterday before I found all this information I'd be like I would be out with Mr. Army Hammer. right now yes. yeah he would be sucking on my fucking skin right as we speak and picking his teeth with my bones but I think no one's gonna want to go after that family or him so I think it's like brave that these people came out and it's like like the dominatrix was saying like this is a type of BDSM thing, but like what people are saying that he's doing just seems a little bit past that, especially like when the consent kind of gets fuzzy. Right. And that's the whole thing about like a dominant submissive, like you guys both have to want it. And if one Mm -hmm. doesn't want it, especially the one who's going to be the little submissive, I would be like, this is like rape. This is like a form of rape and abuse. Like, right. And I mean, he should find someone like I'm sure there are sites he could have gone on that like and found chicks who are into this. But I don't know if it's like part of the appeal for him to find girls that aren't actually. I think it it is. And he made them do it like it like that was hotter for him or something. Yeah. But But I mean, I think right now in general, like his wife is wanting to divorce him. You know, he left. Um, the Cayman Islands and hadn't seen his kids for like five months. And because she stayed he's like. Yeah, I think he's like, I mean, he is spiraling. Like, he has this separate Instagram account, which he thinks is just for his friends. But like, honestly, what, like, he, he created a Finsta thinking he no one was going to say anything else. Of, like, right. all his and is posting just, like, the most bizarre and, like, crazy things. Like, pig heads. And, like, he was driving with his friend. And his, he did, like, he licked some drug off his friend's It was, hand. like, rocks. It looked like Molly rocks or something that he might have been licking off his hand. Which, Honestly, and then, like, like drinking I'm, beer, I think, behind it. And he's, like, behind ah. like, chased it with Like, I was, beer. like, And he was, like, fuck? things are going to get weird. But honestly, I'm less concerned about what the drug is. Honestly, he could have been licking bleach for all I care. I'm or, more concerned and, that he would lick drugs off someone's hand. That probably is feces. COVID. Oh, <laughs> guys are so gross. They never Sick. wash their hands when they pee or shit or anything. And you're going to go lick this guy's hand. I think when you're doing COVID. drugs, you don't give a fuck. Like, and he was posting things like, um, like a drug test. And he's like, when you get drug tested for a movie, but you pass or something. And it's like, because and they, they don't, don't check for DMT. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is DMT? Like, or I guess it's an, a hallucinogenic drug. Mm-hmm. But like, he was like bragging about that. And I'm like, you are a fucking actor who is a father why do you have a finsta to begin with and you're posting your drug fucking use it's fucking right. weird and then like i said he like you're going off the deep family end. for five months he left the cayman islands to go torment some other females 
and he hasn't seen his kids in five months. So he went back to the Cayman Islands and the first, like, if I haven't seen my kids in five months, I'd be like, oh, I just want to spend so much time with them. Like, I miss you guys so much. But the first thing he does is go to the hotel and get a prostitute and is like posting it all over his <laughs> Finsta. Funny. And her ass is like bright red. It's like pink. Clearly, he's oh, been like the one who's on her. all fours. Yeah, on yeah. his bed. And then and did I'm you like, see okay. on TikTok, there was like these videos and like why they were doing this in an interview, I have no idea. I didn't like watch the whole thing. It was just a clip, but it was like him and like, it might've been Jimmy Fallon or someone and they were tying a rope into a knot and he did it within like two seconds. And like, um, the host was just, whoever it was, was like, uh, like holding the rope in his hand. Like, how the fuck did you just tie a knot in a rope so fast? And people were like, this didn't age well or something like that. Like clearly yeah. he probably ties bitches up all the time, but I think he's like on a downward spiral, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like, it's almost like, I don't know if he's like rebelling since he's getting a divorce or it's just like the fucking monsters out of his cage, like all of a sudden. And now he's like, I think it, it probably is just like a super release for him because I I feel like he's been suppressing these things for so long, trying to keep his wife and like not show her that he's a fucking sociopath. And then now that she's divorcing him, he it's like this flood of emotion because he's been suppressing this for so long. And now he's just flying off the handle. I mean, be into what you're into. Everyone has their thing. It's just when it it's not consensual that that's the fucking problem. And this is what I see happening. I see, even though he's denied any of this is true, I see him coming out and eventually being like, hi my name is army hammer and i'm a sex addict or something like that or mm-hmm. i i have uh, and checking himself into rehab for depression sex addiction um drug use one of the t- one of them he's gonna say yeah. and then it'll look better for his court case for his custody that he's like trying to get help and because if i was his wife i'd be like um i'm not trying to have you barbecue our kids motherfucker like keep them <laughs> in the cayman islands thank you i'd be like just send the checks in the mail and <laughs> yeah <laughs> Stay the fuck away. So but he now, just dropped out of the movie that he's filming. Yeah, or so he was going to film. Filming this movie with J-Lo. So first mm-hmm. of all, like like I said, he hasn't seen his kids in five months. And he was like, oh, like, I just can't. He The reason he dropped out, he said, is like, I just can't spend four months away from my kids. I'm like, bitch, you just spent five did. months away from your kids. Now, now this is a problem. Now you can't spend time away from them. Like, okay. The, it but seems he, a little suspect. It's okay. a little sus, but so he dropped out of this movie with JLo called Shotgun Wedding. Um, so looks like his acting career is going downhill quick. Um, someone said like this is completely detrimental to his career because no one gave a fuck anyways. So right. now no one's gonna hire him at all. Um, so but yeah, so he's no longer gonna be working. Um, and JLo needs a, a co-star now. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely I think. Do I think he'll be canceled? I don't know. He is technically a sexual predator. So like probably he should be. I think that's like good. Ter- like we're not into cancel culture, but I think this is like a good time to cancel someone. Yeah. Unless he gets the help. Like he honestly just needs to get the help he needs and fucking own up to his shit. Yeah. You can get a reverse cancel. Like that's completely That's fine. As long thing. as you take the steps and own up to it and like show that you are changing. Yes. Exactly. But if he is a true sociopath, he'll never change. Totally. And like people will believe him like that he's yep. changed because because he's manipulative. I mean, he yep. said that he went to UCLA, which he didn't. I mean, he signed up for two UCLA extension classes, which I could sign up for two UCLA I mean, extension classes. He went there. It's not technically. A no, I mean, he didn't go. He didn't show up to any of the classes. <laughs> okay. 
So he literally did not go to UCLA, but told everyone that he went there. So, I mean, he is a liar, manipulator, sadistic, sociopath. Um, it's just like, will you, will you guys believe that he's changed? Yes. Well, speaking of his co-star, J-Lo. So she's come out with her new skincare line called J-Lo Beauty, right? And mm-hmm. she said her skincare secret is olive oil that's how she looks the way she fucking does so i just want to say fuck you this is honestly some (laughs) bullshit like how dumb do you think we are that you put olive oil on your face every day and that's that's why the fucking problem is because all these celebrities fucking lie or they twist the fucking truth and it's like okay maybe you do olive oil but you're not saying what else you fucking have done or you lie about it and it's just like why and like if people like it's like when kylie jenner came out and was like i just overlined my lips yeah that's that's my biggest problem is that is when you lie like that and then you turn around and try to profit off of it like kylie said she overlined her lips and then created lip kits and people are buying these things up thinking like they're gonna get thick juicy lips when she has fillers now j-lo has a skincare line with olive oil in it and people are thinking that they're 60 years old and gonna start looking like they're 20 again right and a lot of doctors have like come out like almost against her and been like what the fuck like and so there's this one um cosmetic doctor from sydney and her name is dr naomi mccullen and she said that like j-lo's discussion of anti-wrinkle injections was full of negativity because she basically j-lo was saying like i've never had botox or injections i'm just not that kind of person and um dr naomi was like her statement reminds me of the tired plastic negative attitude that was around in the 90s which Mm -hmm. like it was like very taboo to talk about now it's like why are you not even admitting it? It's fucking weird if you don't. And she's like, JLo needs to move into the modern world where people can choose to do whatever they want with their bodies. No one cares if you have injectables. Botox is just one way to maintain youthful skin. Is she saying that she's not that type of person who wants to look after herself with the technology available? This statement just makes her sound insincere. And she goes on to say, my beef is with the lack of ethics of her marketing and the lack of transparency. She's almost saying, buy my product as it it'll make you look like me. She also seems yes. to imply that um, superiority of something who is natural, like, oh, bitch, I'm better that I'm natural than, you yes. know, like, I don't do exactly shit. And it's like, fuck you. First of all, you're lying. And you're lying. She, she's like, she's a hardcore beauty achiever. And it's obvious plastic shaming is a relic of the past. It's also a bit insulting that she assumes her fans are stupid enough to believe her. And I was like, Thank you, Dr. Naomi. I fucking have said this forever. Like when the Kardashians are like, my ass is real. Go fuck yourself. Like every single person that's like, oh, I didn't get a nose job. I didn't get lip fillers. I'm like, do you honestly insult? You're insulting all of our intelligence. It's truly, it's like very, it well, and me. I don't get like that culture of like, this is embarrassing. Like, I don't want to tell anyone, like no one should know. Like if you're out there fucking dyeing your hair, if you're out there threading or waxing your eyebrows, shaving your legs, putting on makeup, anything to change your appearance, what's the fucking difference? Who gives a fuck? You can just afford to do more to enhance your appearance. Like lucky fucking you. If and I could even, afford to you do, can do whatever shit, I would do it in a heartbeat. Right. And you can do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, like if I chose to wear an airplane as a shirt, like who the fuck cares? Cause it's my fucking body. You know, it's like, why and then why go lie because also when you lie then you are like putting other people in danger like when kylie was saying like oh i just 
suck on a shot glass. People's lips were turning fucking purple because they wanted theirs to look like Kylie's. Like that's dangerous when you, when she's actually gone to like a board certified plastic surgeon and gotten her lips done. Like people are hurting themselves because you're lying to them. It's exactly. And it's like, you have a response. Yes. Plastic surgery is very personal. I understand that it's your truth to tell, but it's one thing to just like, you can just say I'm no comment instead of just saying and blatantly lying, lying about it. Lying is it's the lying for me that pisses me off about fucking everything. It's always the lying to me, but it's like, also, this is the life that you chose. You don't want to be in the spotlight. Step out of it. Because like you've chose to share your life. That's right. what you are as a celebrity. So you can't pick and choose now while I'm paying you, you're taking my money. No, fuck you. Give me the real truth. This is really disappointing actually for me because I fucking love JLo. Same. And I but always I'm like, I hate lying ass hoes and it right. pisses me the fuck off. And I'm like, all these, the Kardashians are going to go to their grave lying. JLo is going to go to her grave lying. Like go fuck off. And as the I'm doc- out here oversharing. I'm like, like yeah, <laughs> I face to like, everything. Well, yeah, but like, duh, like who doesn't like, and right. Unless you want to be natural, which is your prerogative, but it's not mine. Um, and she even was saying, like, um, the doctor was saying, olive oil cannot stop your muscles from moving. It's 2020. Like, she's a sophisticated person who makes money out of her appearance. And, of course, she's going to have regular skin and cosmetic treatments. Aging gracefully scammers are embarrassing. We need to be more transparent like celebs like Eva Mendez, who shared her recent neck thread lift, and Cardi B, who has always been honest about her procedures. Honest celebs are the ones who are treating their fans with respect. Fucking thank you. You're literally treating your fans like fucking garbage and fucking idiots because you think you can fucking lie. Motherfucker, you used to have wrinkles. You don't just go from aging in reverse from your 30s to your 50s. That's not how that fucking works. Olive oil is just going to magically take away your things. And then I think this is where they try to like fucking um get away with things maybe she didn't have botox or filler but there's so many non-invasive treatments there's lasers yep, lasers there's facials there's thread lifts there's so many things you can get and like i was reading on comments that allegedly i don't know if it's true but like her and gwen stefani got this like brow like uh lift years ago mm-hmm. and it just kind of gives you this more like awake looked uh awake look and yeah my san francisco plastic surgeon has started doing them and yeah. they all look so fucking cool so I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you're just not going to own up to it. It's just so fucking stupid. Like, yes, she eats well and works out. We know that. But like, at the same time, bitch, you've done other things and it's not your little olive oil skincare line. Fuck you. Like, fuck right. you. Don't lie. It's just so fucking stupid. And then I was like trying to read like, is olive oil like actually good for your skin? Because like, I suffer from acne. So I just assume like olive oil probably isn't like for me. And like some uh, doctors were saying like, um, you can have, if, if you have acne, um, it can affect it in a negative way. Um, it could affect the barrier of your skin or can make you like super shiny. Um, but there are good aspects to it, but they're like, there's just so many other things you could do before olive oil. Like that shouldn't be your first. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and go to the fucking dermatologist or the plastic surgeon. Honestly, 
guys, just go get your surgeries if you want it, because this is bullshit. Don't trust this shit. Don't they, trust like, celebrity skincare. That should be your no. number one fucking rule, because all these bitches are, can afford to do all these non-invasive yes. treatments. Yes, they might not do Botox. Yes, they might not do filler, but there's a shitload of other things that they're fucking doing behind the scenes, and you're not going to get out here using their products. With your fucking Costco olive oil rubbing it on your face, hoping that you look like J-Lo. You won't. And then there was also, like, another plastic surgeon who was, like, she's clearly had a nose job. Like, it's clearly obvious she's had a nose job from Mm -hmm. the years before, and she's denied that as well. And I'm, like, plastic surgeons are the ones who, like, aren't fucking stupid. Like, they're not, like, I mean, they go to school for this this for a long ass time. I mean, that's, like... 10, 15 plus years of schooling. I mean, I was going to go to medical school, so I know, and I was going to be a plastic surgeon, so I know. And, and she's still denying it. She goes, oh, doctor so-and-so, it. hate to break it to you, never have had work done. Fuck off. Sorry. JLo, I love you, but, like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of other liars, so <laughs> I know you guys have heard, if you don't live under a rock, you've heard that Kim and Kanye are getting a divorce. So I'm just assuming that you've heard that. Um, but basically all these rumors have been coming out surrounding their divorce and the reasons why. And this girl on TikTok, Ava Louise, um, said that she has been getting tips and whatever that um, Kanye has been fucking makeup guru, Jeffree Star, and that they've mm-hmm. been in a relationship. They both have houses in, um, I can't remember, Wyoming. It's one of those states out there. And um, that they've been fucking this entire time. So that's why they're, you know, getting a divorce. And so now Jeffrey handled it really funny though. I have to say he he was making me laugh. Like he was kind of like, he, he like said it wasn't true. And, but he like, he was just like, like showing all the memes. He's like, look, it's me running away from Kanye. And like, (laughs) he honestly was really funny about it. And he's like going to church service, like, or whatever. And I feel like Jeffrey is kind of thirsty. So he, if he was fucking Kanye, he would have been dropping hints here and there. Right. And he flat out said, it's not him, but there's plenty of other rappers in my DMs, which I totally believe. Exactly. But so I was like, who the fuck is this Ava Louise girl? You guys, it, we talked about her in like one of our first episodes forever ago, but this is the same girl. So she goes to Rutgers college, which is where Gia Judice goes, Teresa Judice's daughter. How did she get into college? She seems like a fucking moron. I mean you can pay nowadays. I mean, True. look at the fucking um, scandal that has happened with colleges. Right. But um, she's the girl that from like at the beginning of COVID with those overfilled lips was licking toilet seats to tell, show everyone that coronavirus was a fraud. And like she's the on bitch Dr. is a hundred percent a clout chaser and she even owns up to it. Like she went on Dr. Phil and said the yes. whole thing was made up. Like, but I think there's like a mentally like something mentally wrong with her like I think so because this doesn't seem right I mean sure she could be attention seeking like all of this stuff like the toilet looking attention seeking like Dr. Phil attention seeking partying in um, Florida and posting everywhere like talking about sucking every guy's dick and hooking up with all these guys like attention seeking something cool to do like who you and making up this story so she she 100% fabricated this story herself. She has no sources. She made up this story about She's Jeffree like picking Star up my outfit because I'm Kanye. getting sued by Kim. Well, yeah. And then she says that um, Chris Jenner sent her a cease and desist. Mm-hmm. And one, Chris would not send a cease and desist on behalf of Kanye and Kim. Kanye and Kim have their own fucking lawyers. So Chris wouldn't use her separate lawyer to do that. And second, like 
Chris has said, she's like, I don't fucking know this bitch. Like, I don't, I'm, this is irrelevant to me. She's making up shit. Like I, she's so fucking irrelevant. I wouldn't even use my time and my effort to even send her a cease and desist. Yeah. Like, she's like, we have zero. She's who so this fucking person irrelevant. Is. Like, yes, but she did say, however, if she continues to spread lie after lie, uh, and a fake letter in desperate cry for attention, um, for public attention, which she has admitted on record that she's seeking, then we will have no choice but to take legal action on principle. Making up fake stories in an effort to monetize and get attention, which has a direct effect on people's lives, is not okay. Perhaps she should spend time um, seeking help that she clearly needs with her issues. Thank you, I mean, Mrs. Jenner's I don't representative. Know. Yeah, I don't know who's going to help her. Dr. Phil couldn't help this bitch. Like, her plastic surgeon couldn't help her. He couldn't say no to filling up her lips that big. Those, she looks so, like a baboon's asshole. They're so she does. fucking gross. They're Sorry. so, so filled. Sorry to body gonna shame. Whoops. I don't, I don't, that's not her body. That's her fucking well, face. Well, your face is part of your body. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's not her lips. So that's all like fillers. So I don't consider that part of her body. She's just a dumb bitch, basically. She's just, she's just a dumb, a dumb bitch. bitch. What it, it boils down to, like, it's honestly embarrassing that Chris she even clearly has to has say something about She issues this. and self-worth issues. Very I curious. mean, yes, if you're out there licking fucking toilets, there's not something. Some your marbles are loose. <laughs> I don't know. It screams daddy issues to me. Actually, no, it screams more mommy issues to me. Someone, someone is, hasn't been because there giving her the I, attention she needs in her life. Yeah. What I feel like parents, daddy issues, you're, you're seeking attention from men. So you'll do or like if she's weird rich, stuff. Maybe but, they, she's had everything paid for and her parents haven't been there emotionally. So she's just exactly. trying to That's what I was thinking. Attention. I think her mom probably is more absent um, than she and wasn't very nurturing. So she's seeking attention from Chris Jenner. Chris, do you want to be our mom? I think everyone wants Chris to be their mom. I just want her to be like a good family friend I that almost wants to like take over just my even career. hate talking about this bitch because I just feel like it's giving her the clout that like she literally says she wants and doesn't but like deserve. at least people know that she's like just a dumb fucking bitch and like not to believe anything she says and hopefully her 15 minutes is up real quick. She keeps getting 15 minutes here and there so hopefully this minutes. is her last one. And Gia Judice, Judice, whatever, uh-huh. stay the fuck away from her. Do not befriend her. Okay? Your family is already in some deep water, so just Teresa will just flip stay a table away. on that little bitch if yeah. she fucking comes after you. Okay. Um. Well, speaking of Real Housewives, um, Real Housewives of Dallas started back up which I'm very excited about. I've always loved Dallas. Um, So returning this season, we have Carrie, Deandra, Cameron, Stephanie, and Brandy. And then um, Dr. Tiffany Moon joined the cast. Okay, before we go into Tiffany, because I, there's a lot I want to say on that subject, Mm -hmm. but I just can't like get on board with Cameron. Like it's just, she plays the dumb blonde so well. But it's also like to me so embarrassing. Like they're trying to sell their house, and her husband Lord Farquaad, or Lord <laughs> Farcourt, we can call him. Um, he like is like, I'm not telling you anything about this sale because you get too emotional. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? 1950, where well, she can't be in any of the business decisions. Yeah, I I, just... I thought that, and I was like, okay, so you're hiding shit from me. Like, but maybe that's better right. for her. I don't know if it works for their marriage and it works. It might. I mean, it works. But what like, I do have to say is, really is old fashioned. I like her better this season so far than I did 
previously I think without mm-hmm. Luann she's like more fun and she's like letting her hair down and she's like not such an uptight little frigid bitch like she was when Leanne was there like yeah. so she and I found out she wears a size 11 shoe so it made me have a soft spot for the girl <laughs> are you gonna be like her and you know get a, a little man for your husband absolutely not I don't care how much money he makes I cannot I'm too big of a bitch to do that um height isn't that big of a deal to me yeah and then he was making fun of her feet I was like listen little shrimper to for me I don't know something about him you wish you had a size 11 foot motherfucker like get out of here he's like literally like like I said Lord Farquaad and he has like this kind of like a misogynistic air to him which I'm like okay you can't just get a tall beautiful woman like that and then expect and she's taller than you and just bigger than you in general and expect that you're going to be the man, you know, Hell like no. sit the fuck down. I mean, and you guys, the reason why I love that she's a size 11 is because I'm also a size 11. So, and I feel like it's like a sisterhood of us. Yes, shoes. shoes. And in women's just FYI. Um, and I was like, so she had her fucking garage sale and she was selling her shoes. And I was like, damn it. I wish I fucking lived in Dallas right now <laughs> so I could get some of these. Cause I'm sure they were like at a relatively okay price and she probably I mean, didn't she wear them made that many like time twenty four thousand dollars yeah she made a like lot so i'm sure she was like selling her thousand dollar shoes for like eight hundred dollars like i'm sure she wasn't still out of my shit price down too much. <laughs> right to make twenty four thousand dollars off a garage sale like come on. yeah but um so now we can move on to the new girl okay tiffany so, so they, dr tiffany moon she's she's a yeah so she's a physician um she, she is an pretentious as fuck i think so i want to say not 100 sure i couldn't remember i can't remember okay so she has come in hot like every first season housewife it's like the classic first season housewife what they do they come in they're like let me show you my shit and it's all the materialistic shit that they own like sutton did it on beverly hills elizabeth did it on orange county and now tiffany's doing it on dallas it's like housewives first season 101 which is typically why i like to give first season housewives a break because they are so fucking annoying their first season it's like they don't know how to fucking act and i don't know if producers are like doing this just to like like make make them them i because i feel like that's so it's so fucking embarrassing that she literally took she had them over and took them into her closet to look at her clothes like just wear the shit and or take even, me back downstairs to the wine like even I don't wendy be did it closet. on potomac except wendy doesn't have material possessions like everyone else she just has she just 50 has degrees. degrees oh well, yuck <laughs> she just has degrees <laughs> like Bet. i mean i'd rather have degrees too but Same. wendy's just fucking annoying so we don't care about her degrees um but yeah it's just like so annoying and then like how like when they come in like so hot like that but I, I really do think it's the producers that are it like it has to be because it's the same thing over same and over shit, again every, different and I, every time I'm annoyed the only person that didn't annoy me and didn't do that is was Leah on New York oh Leah's but, hands like, down the best ever so there's like nothing is, she did wrong she's she a, came another in, caliber she came in hot and in a great way not came yes. in hot and, as in you're fucking annoying but like Tiffany was like um what was she oh yeah so she's um Chinese Chinese and so she came here like when she was like six years old and like you hear the background of her story so she was like hey I want to like have all the girls um have like a real Chinese dinner or whatever and they're like okay like cool 
And Which so- I'm like, let me just say, I am very happy that Bravo has started to do things like this just because totally. it is important so that we learn other cultures and stuff instead of just being like, nope, if you don't fit into American shit, then it's just, that's just what it is. Like, I loved this. Right. So, or like how Carrie, like she brought him to Mexico, like to show like mm-hmm. her side of the family or like where she's come from and stuff. And like, so um obviously they can't travel right now so they just went to a Chinese restaurant but Got like, dim sum, which is my favorite I fucking love I've never sum. had dim sum so they were kept talking about it and I was like I've literally never had oh, it even though I fucking just, love Chinese food but I, like I will take she, you because it's the best Tiffany was like annoying as fuck through this whole dinner because she's like I'm gonna tell you what to have and this is what you're gonna have and Cameron's a picky eater I'm a picky eater myself so like if you tell me what I'm gonna eat like she's like we're not doing egg rolls egg rolls are so boring and Cameron's like I fucking love egg rolls I'd be like um you can bring the egg rolls like back I don't need I don't, don't I'd be like just put it in a to-go box and I'll take it home right and I'll eat. so this whole dinner she's like you need to try chicken feet and she's like making everyone try chicken feet and like no one wants to fucking eat that or if they okay. do and then let I'm, them not let the people who want to try it try it the try ones who it, don't yeah. don't fucking make them and I'm an adventurous eater I'm I mean not, not super adventurous I mean I like let, a lot of things but let me not cast a, a false narrative for myself but like I do try things like I am decently adventurous if so, something has nails like, on it I'm not gonna fucking try that it. is yeah I draw the line at chicken feet it's not and like just even and they like, walk on the dirty ground they walk mm, on dirty ground in and poop? it's like how do you eat that and she was like oh you just like bite around she's the like bones the kids and in China on eat them this. and then and I was like spit out the, the bones I'm not spitting out bones I'm not sucking on bones I don't do bones no. in general I get boneless fucking chicken wings. Always. I fucking hate my chicken wings with bones in them. I hate them. Hate it. So, like, I just would be pissed. And personally, when people try to make me do things that I don't want to do, I would be like, shove this shit up your asshole. I don't fucking want it. Like, it was, was, you you guys have to watch the episode. It was just the way she went about it that was, like, annoying. And I'm like, just let them have their dim sum or whatever else you know who would have fucking loved those chicken feet? Who? Army. Oh. He might, yeah, you're right. Army would have fucking loved it. So, and and I think she's from Dallas. So I think that they should. She has a new dinner guest. Yeah, link up, eat chicken feet together. Um, he might ask like suck on your fingers or arm, but but then Tiffany came out saying like she hated how Carrie was like trying to force her to drink tequila and was like drink tequila, drink tequila, and I was like, and she was saying how it was like middle school and how she was feeling peer pressured and all this stuff, and I was like, you do know that's the same thing, right? Like you can't pressure people to have things that they don't want. My biggest pet peeve is when people try to fucking make me drink. Like I don't want to fucking drink. Like if people like, oh, you should have beer. I don't fucking like beer. Don't make me do it. Or you should have this. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to pour this on your fucking face if you just don't leave me alone. I don't like well, when anyone in tries general, to pressure people into anything. At all. Like, you just cannot tell me what to do ever. No, at all. Ask I will my do the mom. opposite. I will You throw... can't ask me that. You, I'm not doing anything. I, no. you know, I'm on my own path and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. But the Carrie and Tiffany situation <laughs> is going to get really fucking good this season. Like, I cannot wait. So they showed previews at the end of this episode of like what's coming for the season and Carrie pushes Tiffany in the fucking pool and Deandra's (laughs) like, oh my gosh, she can't swim. And she's like fucking gasping and floating. And I'm like, this is so fucking hilarious. I mean, it's not funny that she is drowning and whatever. I get it. 
but I don't like even the, think it's that the people funniest. can't swim. I like forget. Like I just assume I forget, people. Can it's swim. also like a house pool. It's not going to be that deep. Yeah, but I, I and I everyone's I around. I'm sure they but had a lifeguard on. Funniest duty. part for me is that she, you know, comes in so like pretentious and like thinks that she has to like up her pretentiousness for this group and show totally. the girls that she's really top tier and rich and stuff. And really, she just hang out with a, fun, a bunch of fucking drunk bitches that are gonna like push Which you. Which are my in favorite kind shit. of housewives, to be honest. Exactly. So don't I'm, make like, me fucking so drink funny. tequila, but like, I mean, I will if I want to. But like, I'm actually enjoying tequila. They're in my fucking older age. fun. Like, at least they're having a good fucking time. And like, I think like when I think of housewives, I think of like drunk fun. Like, yeah. So. And if you get thrown in the pool, you get thrown in the pool. Like, do I like to be thrown in the pool? No, no one's ever done oh, it. Don't, oh, actually, my no. dad pushed me Fuck in once that. and I was really sad about it. But like, <laughs> No, I have curly hair. If I get my hair wet, we're all going down. Like, you are going to get the wrath. Like, yeah, it's just – so Dallas is like – I love Stephanie and Brandy. They will forever be my favorite, like, dynamic duo. I think their mom goals, like, when they had a fucking slip and slide and they were drinking. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is my kind of play date, like, for when I'm older. For sure. And have kids. And, like, I would love to do this. Like, I just think they're fun and they don't give a shit what other people think about them. And, like, I feel like that's how we are. And we're just like, right, who cares what – everyone else thinks like they don't have sticks up their asses basically yeah and deandra's back this season um did you see the scene where she goes to a shaman and he literally fucking sucks a booger out of her nose with a straw i'm gonna kill myself like that's way too much clearly i wasn't paying attention because i honestly i don't care I don't care if there's a fucking demon in your face what leave the the demon there if you have to suck the booger out leave the demon in her if face. someone wanted to suck a booger out of me i'd be like i have to leave this is like not okay i don't want to do this no that is fucking it's... disgusting i'm all for shamans and i think it's cool as fuck that she got help but like that is fucking gross if that's what you have to do to become a shaman i'm never nope. becoming a shaman no, i'm never going you. to a shaman like i just don't do boogers and i'm glad mama d's back i love mama d <laughs> i know she's hilarious and of course deandra's back in some more family drama surrounding money it's just like the same story over uh, and over the again life like, the rich and famous the life, the life of the rich <laughs> so tough um but yeah so keep a lookout for dallas you guys it just started i think it's like episode two so far so it won't mm-hmm. be too much to catch up on um but then there's our other favorite salt lake city which um, I don't understand why the ratings, ratings are, are low, so low on this show. I don't I think the get show it. is great. All of a sudden it goes OC and then it like plummets to like half. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. OC's fucking lame as shit. And then all of a sudden you're just like not going to watch Salt Lake City right after. I feel like if you're a true Bravo fan, like. You're watching. You're watching Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. And, and, maybe and not like in this the, season It's of- new. Yeah, yes. and I think people like because OC is one of the OG of Real Housewives, right. so it's like they have like a legacy following, and Salt Lake City is new, so maybe that's why. It, maybe next season it'll like pick up a little bit more once people have caught on. But I think like, the show's Potomac, fucking amazing. I think people were sleeping on Potomac the first two seasons. They were, and now all of a sudden, like it's fucking huge. So I think it just takes a while for people to like catch on it, yes exactly and so this same season, thing happened so, with us so like, glad you guys are here good thing you're catching on you're gonna want to catch on to this okay you're gonna want to keep listening um so meredith and seth are back together and then Ugh. seth 
was a little weird this episode okay did you see like he brought her that single rose in bed doesn't that remind you of like those roses you know like when you go out to the club and you were like talking to some guy to to get at a table the club yeah you're in the club you're talking to some weird ass guy with a table just so you can sit and rest your feet and drink his alcohol and then you leave the club and he like buys you those roses from the little like peddlers so, outside I'm like, buy me a hot dog right he <laughs> buys you rose to try to like get you to come back and you're like <laughs> i'm like i don't need rose, a ho- i don't out. need a rose i need a fucking hot dog stuff right okay it's, like, it's it's a hookup rose is what it is. I feel yeah, like a single no, rose you. is a hookup rose. And but that's like, what he gave her. So Seth did that. And then he was also telling her like his fantasy involved having sex and ski goggles. And I was like, ew. Like no. what? Like I was like, I don't need to know that you want to fuck Meredith and ski goggles. The visual is really uncomfortable for me. And she's like, and heels. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. okay. I guess to each their own. Everyone has their own I weird. I just, cake. they're so fucking boring, honestly, for my life. They're so fucking boring. So and then boring. when they do something that's exciting, it's weird. It's, it's like weird. they don't know how to be <laughs> no. normal. And then um, Lisa and Meredith like have a lunch with like these other women who aren't part of the cast. And they're like, this is much more my speed. And I was like, uh, yeah, boring as fuck. Like, and no, it's not a housewife's lunch. That's for sure. And I was like, is this a lunch you can engage in because it's like boring and there's like no excitement and everyone's just like kind of pretentious little fucks. Like exactly. It's the most boring lunch I've ever seen. I'd be like, please don't fucking invite me. Thank you. I don't care. Yeah. But one of the other biggest things that's happened over the past couple episodes which you guys know one of our favorites is Jen mm-hmm. because she's the same name as me and that's the only reason why we like her that's the <laughs> only reason why we like you but she um threw this big party for her husband coach Shaw's birthday and they ended up having like she and Whitney and Heather and Jen or Meredith and Lisa were all there and ended up in a big blowout fight Mary where- was not invited yeah, I mean, Mary's is Mary even on the fucking show anymore? Barely. Like, she's not invited I, to anything. Well, she yeah, just cause... literally sits in her hoarder's delight home and talks on FaceTime with her grandpa husband, Peepaw. Like, and, like twitches every five seconds and is yeah. like, this is my, um, my fucking closet. I need to get an apartment because it's so big. Like, like what the fuck, Mary? So How about you donate some of those clothes to all the people in your congregation? Who are on food from? stamps because of you. Like, Instead, you, like, are just hoarding your fucking... She's a sociopath, too. I need to introduce her to ARMY. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, um, so they got in this big blowout fight, which there's a lot to unpack for me with this fight. Like, and I just want to start off with Coach Shaw because he, after this fight, Okay, well, first, home. first, you have to back up a little. So Mary and Whitney, Whitney went over to Mary's house, right? And Whitney was like, oh, wow, cool closets. They're just rooms with her hoarding ass clothes. <laughs> it's fucking weird, right? So they're, like, having a chit-chat, hanging out. I don't even know why they're friends. But um, she told her... Mary told Whitney that Meredith and Lisa were scared of Jen and just didn't want to tell her. So that's why they've never come after her. So then Whitney is like, oh, I need to tell Jen. And apparently the right time to tell her is at her husband's surprise birthday party. party. Yeah. Well, and Whitney, honestly, that this fucked up a Whitney. Yeah, I mean, it was the wrong place, I get wrong that time. It probably production pushed her to say it at the party just because it was like an event that they were all together right. for. But like, it was completely the wrong time, and she was fucked up. And it just you could tell like it wasn't going to go. She was wasted. Right. 
And it's like, this is not like a life or death piece of information. Like it would be different if she was like, Mary was plotting on Jen and being like, you know, she's sucking her trainer's dick, (coughs) Monique and what happened with her. Then it's like life or death. Like you need to tell me that shit now, but you can't wait to tell her that Mary said that people were afraid of her. And then she, and then she tells her, everyone's afraid of her. It's only going to make her more scarier for you to tell her like, right. And she she tells Jen this at the party and we all know Jen has a fucking temper like we've never seen before like and then she also tells Meredith that Jen is talking about her and Seth and how she's dating other people or was dating other people and she was just like what the fuck like it was just like a big shit show of Whitney just feeling the need to spill everyone's secrets at the wrong fucking time. Yeah, while she was drunk. And so Jen threw a glass, stormed out, was like punching balloons and like just was like really upset. So she leaves. Her husband, Coach Shaw, is like thoroughly embarrassed, which I get. But like, honestly, it's not a party if someone doesn't get fucked up and gets crazy. This is why I forgot why Whitney wanted to use this as the right time. Um, Because she is so Jen is different when coach Shaw's around she's like this like obedient little like mouse and she's like really quiet and like she's just not the Jen Shaw we all know and love like um the crazy pants like you see all season she's very different around him so I think Whitney was like okay it's her husband's birthday there's no way she's gonna lash out at me well she thought wrong (laughs) you thought thought wrong Whitney because uh Jen went fucking ape it went that was like the worst meltdown I've seen her have Mm -hmm. so her husband coach Shaw is like embarrassed because I don't I don't know if he drinks or not he's Muslim so I'm assuming he doesn't drink. So it's like embarrassing to him when his I think wife he used to. acts out from drinking. Um, I think he used to and he doesn't. And I don't think he does anymore. Okay. Because he so, like he said something when he used to got when he got hurt back in the past. Like when he was playing football, he didn't know what to do with his life. And he was really depressed. And like, I think he was drinking a lot or something. That's like crazy. That. Like so many people associate drinking with like depression and you're sad like so no I'm gonna drink I drink for fun guys we need to change the narrative around this thing (laughs) drinking is good stop the Um, negativity stop the negativity people but so he hasn't talked to Jen for days he hasn't come home and that to me he's already never home home. you already abandon your wife like on the daily and then he's always Mm. so like philosophical and like giving her advice and like acting like he's so fucking mature but like your wife like has a tantrum which is embarrassing and you're just going to like not throw a pity her. party and yeah not talk to her just ghost her like that's not mature at all like that's you're not a fucking man if you do that you know like come home and work out your shit don't well, just like dip out and I read he's done like done some other like kind of fucked up shit in my opinion is like Jen's dad died you guys and he didn't go to the funeral because he was working but it really took a toll on her that her dad died obviously I'm sure for anyone it would and he wasn't and like she didn't have her husband around to take to help her through this like grieving mm-hmm. process he was gone all the time and so she told him like I'm really depressed like you know and he said um like I think I need to get help and he was like no we'll just pray about it and I was like the fuck bitch like shut the fuck up with your praying about it I hate that shit I think I was like that's a big L for coach Shaw right there because oh for sure I feel like he's he's like the most underrated L of the season 
because he seems he's like so such a great mature in so guy. Many ways. He's yes. so great in so many ways, but he's so wrong in so many ways. Like and, the, yeah. him abandoning his wife, especially during those times, him, she's, it's a Not big thing to, to even, yeah, to even say like, I need help. And then for you to be like, nah, you're good. Like, no, fuck that. Like, oh, we'll just pray. And like, so she was like, uh, this clearly my, like, it's not working. I think it takes a bigger person to admit, hey, I fucking need help. Get the help and get the medication they need. And which she did. And then her son was like, mom, I don't look at you any differently. I'm just happy that you got help. And I'm like, big win for fucking the kids because at yeah. least they fucking know and are supportive of their mom. So yeah, I think like, um, that really kind of pissed me off about him when I read that. And I was like, that's not okay. No wonder she feels like she's so fucking alone. Cause she is. And, and that's then why she's she, lashing they get, out like and, a crazy person. And no wonder she acts like differently ar- around him because right. if she acts like any differently, she is going, he's just going to leave again. Like that's so straight. And I, she's angry at Whitney, which I would be upset with Whitney too, for bringing it up at my party. But like, I think her anger is misdirected and it needs to be more towards Coach Shaw because right. he's and, the one and that was saying, made like, it I can't keep the big being deal. your scapegoat for what you're truly mad yeah. at. And it's true. Like, Jen took no accountability for her blow up. She blamed it all on Whitney, which, yes, Whitney should not have done that at that time. I agree with that. But at the same time, like, you are in control of your emotions. I mean, to an extent, with when alcohol is involved, obviously things go a little differently. But mm-hmm. she was like, my husband's not talking to me because of you and all this shit. And I was like, uh. No, your husband's not talking to you because of him. Because he just is an abandoner. Well, and so so Whitney's like, I'm going to take Jen to a spa. And Heather's going to come with me because she, like, needs backup. And she was, like, taking her to this, quote, unquote, spa in the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm like, you're really going to risk being with Jen in the middle of nowhere the when she's mad at you where she could bury your body when yeah, you're in no. water and she can actually drown you like she threatened to so they were so right. you're in these like hot spring tubs or whatever and she's going off on Whitney and she's like you ruined my fucking marriage and she's like stop smirking at me I'm gonna drown you bitch and I was like <laughs> Oh, what what a spa day with friends. If Jennifer was like, so oh, relaxing. Like, you want to drown me? <laughs> like, what the fuck? She's like splashing producers. She's like, you shouldn't be filming me in the hot tub. They're just like, the fuck? Like, I don't even know. We what's film you every other scene in your hot tub. This one's okay too. Yeah, like this is like a scene we need to film, but it was just like the craziest fucking scene. Like, yeah. Well, and so Heather was there too. And uh, I honestly, I love Heather, but she I love has Heather. like serious, like abandonment issues too, because it's like, she was, is like crying and so upset that Jen's gonna not wanna be friends with her. And like, I get it probably, it makes me so sad because I'm like, you shouldn't have to ever beg someone to be friends with you or want to hang out with you. But like also her husband abandoned her when he like found out the true her. So I think she thinks once people find out when she like lets people in, they're going to abandon her. Mm -hmm. And I think she feels like that's happening with Jen. Jen's choosing Meredith and Lisa, which are like the most boring fucking people in life over her, which I would, I would choose anyone any day. Yeah, but I think she like it's it was kind of like sad just to see that side of her like that she really is like that insecure about her relationships. And she it needs to get a man really because sad. that should be directed towards like a love relationship, not a friendship relationship. Right, but clearly she's just like 
so fucked up from her Mormon past, to be honest, like, Mm -hmm. and it's really messed with her and she should probably get like some therapy for it just because like, she shouldn't think people are just going to leave her, you know, just for any stupid little thing. But I mean, look at coach Shaw. He fucking left Jen like for a few days. Yeah. I don't know. There's something in the fucking Utah air that people just want to run, get the fuck out. Yeah. Just run from any type of relationship. Um, I won't be moving there, but it's be, good to get I'll some visit. insight through the show. Yeah, I'll, I'll go skiing there. No, not that I ski often, guys, <laughs> and would be even able to really do that. I haven't been skiing since I was probably 16. But I, and I have to give it to Heather, too. I like just want to say I'm so happy that she's created this, like, empire basically for mm-hmm. herself like she she hasn't even been taking it she owns beauty lab it's like a med spa basically and she created this from the ground up and she hasn't even been taking a fucking salary like and then just finally her and her partner were like maybe we should start taking a salary and she was saying how she's going to tell her ex-husband then like she doesn't need alimony anymore because like she doesn't want to double dip okay. i was thinking no. double, double triple quadruple dip. dip i don't care like i still birthed all your fucking children i'm not remarried just co- and i fucking wiped your butthole this whole relationship and was yes. by your side i don't look at it as double dipping you are a better person than i am my friend because she you, is a you much deserve better that person. alimony you deserve so one it. thing i will say about her her place her med spa is if that's a place that is doing Jen Shaw's face, oh, I won't man. step foot in there. Because we were, Katie and I were looking at old pictures of Jen and she was so pretty. She looked and I so think she, good. She really overdid it with the fillers. It's I almost feel like maybe her depression like made her just kind of go off the well, deep I, end with everything that she's done. Because- I really think what happened is, is, yeah, exactly. So she started getting fillers and stuff. And then with her depression, she started losing weight. And I think her face sunk in with all those fillers. And that's why her face looks so hard. And her nose job was a little intense. Her boobs mm-hmm. are very fake looking. And like her lips are very, it's just like, if you see the before picture of her, she honestly didn't even need all this work done. No. And this is what makes her feel better though. Maybe that's what she's asking for when she goes into the med spa. Like we don't know. Like some people like certain looks, even if we don't agree with like that they look better. Like look at Lala, like on fucking Vanderpump. She yeah. Really think she's the bee's knees and hot as that, fuck. Those lips are just and she you know, looked so much best. prettier before. Another yeah. Utah girl. Like clearly, they I don't know if it's just like they think they look better or what, but they were so much prettier beforehand. And it's like they go a little overboard. And it's like well, sometimes when you're like really unhappy with yourself, you just don't even want to look like yourself. You want to be someone true. new. True. So she might have just been like, just keep filling me up, man. Yeah, definitely. Well, if you guys are one of the people who are fucking sleeping on Real Houses of Salt Lake City, don't because it's a really good season and you guys need to start watching it. That's all I have to say. Yeah. And we have been telling you guys this for the past few months, couple yeah. months. So really go check out. We were just show. really it's... disappointed when we recently saw the ratings and we I were know, just like, I was fuck? so upset. I was, I was like, shocked. are we watching the same thing? Yeah. Or, or not watching the same aren't. thing? Yeah, I mean, and we live tweeted it just in case you guys like need a little recap of it. So mm-hmm. just go look at our Twitter um, at Brute Blunt Pod. But um, yeah, no, guys, check out the show. Um, also be on lookout for Real Housewives of Dallas because I think that's I'm just waiting for the episode when Tiffany gets pushed in the pool. <laughs> I just like cannot wait. Like that's going to be like Christmas morning to me. I just can't fucking wait. She needs to cool the fuck off. So I'm glad 
not I'm not glad that she got pushed in the pool and can't swim. Not glad I'm, about that. I'm glad that she got pushed in a pool in general. But yeah. So I think that's it, you guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast on Twitter. You guys know, like I said, it's at Brut Blunt Pod. And um, we will see you guys next week. And don't forget to subscribe and comment on our oh, podcast. Yes. All right. Bye.